Welcome to Reconnect with Plant Wisdom. I'm your host, Tigrila Gardenia, nature-inspired mentor and leadership coach. In this podcast, I share ancient and modern knowledge from biology to spirituality about the wondrous ways in which plants can help you lead a naturally conscious life. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode 15. Tigria here. I want to tell you a little more about my personal spiritual research. So we're going to be continuing from what we spoke about in the last episode, where I kind of gave you a history of some of the things that I have been studying and researching about myself and in what is called a spiritual research group here in Dominher. But just in case you didn't have a chance to listen to that episode, let me give you a quick recap. So as you know, I live in Dominher, which is one of the largest spiritual eco communities in the world. We are located in Northern Italy. And one of the things that we do here as part of our esoteric initiatic path is spiritual research. And your spiritual research can be carried out in many different ways in whatever it is that is an interest to you and to the group, because of course the group is an integral part of this research. I mean, sure, you can study a lot of things on your own, but unless you have a group in which to confront the ideas, in which to exchange and get feedback from and listen to the reflections of others, you're pretty much gonna stay within a limited sphere. And we wouldn't see this in nature anyway. I mean, from a plant perspective, plants are always living in social dynamics and in communities and ecosystems. So we try to do the exact same thing here. So in the last episode, I walked you through kind of when I first started um, my spiritual research connected to nature and plants and, um, and there how that took me on a journey to really start to understand myself through my own spiritual and physical, or you could say um, present life heritage. So I walked you through my connection to the Celtic and Selassie people from even going back as far as Atlantis and what made me better understand why I live here in Dominher and why I chose this location and who I am and what are the characteristics within me. Um, but um, in the last kind of year, our, our systems here have changed a little bit, which is great because one of the beautiful things about Tom and her is that, you know, change is pretty much the only constant we have. And so when things changed, I... Um, we moved into this new system that has these larger laboratories and then small groups within the laboratories. And I am lucky enough to be co-responsible of one of these laboratories, specifically a laboratory around nature and the environment. And um, in this laboratory, the first thing that we did was get together as a giant group of people, all the people interested in this topic, and really think about what it was that we, as a laboratory, wanted to start researching. What were the studies and the most important things that we wanted to look into? And that was where we came up with the understanding. And it was really interesting to hear all the different perspectives of people, what it was that over the years um, they have been looking into with regards to nature. They have been in understanding about themselves through their journey with nature, what they've been reawakening with their own plantness and their own nature self and their true nature, and putting all these different pieces together, we got to really understand, uh, good understanding that what we wanted to understand was how is it that the human being, how is it that the human being really expands 
through a deep connection with nature. And each one of the groups underneath was looking at what does a deep connection with nature change within yourself. So one group is studying the perspective of shamanism and what is that type of path and that animistic lifestyle. So when I live in an animistic life and I have experiences that are shamanically based, you could say um, esoteric shamanism from a Dominarian perspective, what changes in my life and who do I become through that? Another part of this laboratory, as I mentioned before, also in my previous episode, is looking into to what happens from the perspective of a deep physical connection with nature. What changes in my the way that I think, what changes in the way that I act on a day-to-day basis when I have very strong, consistent connection with the natural world. So we have beautiful mountain ranges around here. So lots of hiking, lots of camping out in the woods, lots of understanding survival skills, lots of um, also uh, climbing and different experiences within nature. And then how does that change the way that I am in my day-to-day life? And this was the group that I kind of came from. So um, when I was discovering these parts of myself uh, from a Selassie, um, Nordic, Celtic, cultural, all these aspects, for me, all of those revelations came through a very deep natural connection with the physical world. And I also there was where I started to really evolve my low level fears, those those fears that I felt like I always had, those fears of money, those fears of rejection, those fears of, of getting kind of lost in life and all these aspects through the survivalism skills. The more survivalist skills that I learned, the more that I understood how to be in nature and feed myself and find shelter and um, understand how to use tools and, and relate myself with the different beings in nature, my sense of self-confidence started to increase and my understanding of myself as a being that is part of the environment that I'm creating and that also can survive in this environment because I am nature and therefore nature provides everything that I need really changed my perspectives on business and the way that I looked at my daily interactions with people and as well as with objects and many other things that I'm sure that we'll continue to talk about and that we constantly talk about in the naturally conscious community because that's really one of the main things that modifies um, you know, that sense of altruism that sense of wanting to be immersed in other environments that really comes from that deep connection to the natural world, as well as that self-confidence, that self-trust, and many other intuitive uh, relations that come from a deep contemplation with the natural world outside of yourself. This year, instead, I wanted to kind of further that study by looking at myself as an individual being and expand on who I am. You've heard me talk time and time again um, about the fact that as plants have many more senses than we as humans do and how it is my belief that we also have these senses it's just that many of these senses have been um have been dormant they're dormant within us because we have lost our ability to access and use them consciously we sometimes tap into them and we think of them as intuitions or as you know that spidey sense but in reality i think that those are those senses and that when we step 
deeper into our plantness. And this is what we, um, we practice and we discuss and we create exercises. Many of my different programs, like my I Am Plants five-day challenge, or actually many of the different groups inside of the naturally conscious community were constructed with the idea of how do I expand my physicalness, who I am as an individual being based on expanding and coming back into so reawakening and reconnecting into those senses and so the group that i joined this year is specifically attuned to that we're looking at how is it that nature helps us expand our subtle bodies or some of you may call it your the layers of your aura it's another way of thinking about your subtle bodies. Um, some of us might, from a biological perspective, think of it as reconnecting into our actual physical senses, as well as to our subtle senses, because there are some senses that are not necessarily connected to our physical body, but that they are senses that we have. And so how, what are the techniques what are the techniques, the tools, and the experiences that help me expand my subtle body? And what does it even mean to expand your subtle body? What happens to me? How do I evolve? What am I capable of doing? Or what am I capable of receiving? So this was the, this is, because I'm currently still in this group and very much enjoying the conversations that we're having and the experimentations that we're having. That was where this plant comes in, but I'll get there in a second. Um, if you're just listening in, it is a Dracenia, so also known uh, in the past as a Sansevieria plant or a snake plant. And this is the plant that is my plant partner on my research this year. So over the past few years, I've been going much more into the external woods and um, hiking and such. So I had many plant partners that I worked with out in uh, nature, out in the environment. And then this year instead, since I'm working on my personal subtle body, um, I was kind of almost tapped by this snake plant who asked me uh, to be a part of my process. And so what I am looking at or what we've been looking at over the last few months, because we started in September of last year, what we've been looking at really is first and foremost, what is the actual procedure in order? Actually, sorry, let me go back. First and foremost was definition of what are the subtle bodies? What are these parts of our aura or um, physical and non-physical senses that we wanted to connect to? And personally, I identified the sense of or the layer of imagination. Now, I might come as a shock for some people, but for me, I don't consider myself an imaginative being. I am very creative. I am extremely um, creative at being able to take ideas that are brought to me and weave them together into new ways and create something unexpected from it, which seems like a form of imagination. But in this particular case, what I'm talking about as a subtle body of imagination is I'm talking about the ability to tap into a synchronic flow of thoughts and create and, and pop something completely unexpected and new out of that, that is not necessarily mixing of the old. So it's being able to see the unseen, being able to create something completely that has never in any way that I am aware of 
come into my being and pop that out and see it. So um, for me, it manifests itself in many different ways from artistic pursuits, which I am a, like, again, a very creative person. And I do consider myself an artist, but I am more of a editor than a writer. You might say I am more of a recycler than I am of a creator in certain aspects. And, um, and what I love more than anything doing is kind of like, I've used this example, I think before, like I love going into a kitchen. I'm a, I'm a wonderful cook and I really enjoy cooking. But what I love more than anything is opening up my refrigerator and seeing what's there and taking those things out and then making something new from there where it doesn't come into my head to sit down and think I'm going to create such and such and this. And then I go out and I find the ingredients necessary to put my vision together. Now, I don't necessarily see this as a negative thing as a, on the contrary, I feel like I feel like I'm very innovative in the spaces that I worked on. But again, we're talking about expansion and evolution of self. And so I have chosen that I want to evolve my imagination. I want to reactivate and reconnect because my ultimate goal is to move towards original thought. And from a dumb and hurrying perspective, Oh, we really, what we think of as our original thoughts, most of the time are coming from the synchronic flow of thoughts that are coming all around us. And we tap into those synchronic flow of thoughts and pull the thoughts that we need out of the air. It is really an expansion of the self, a really pushing us beyond our almost human limits today to create original thoughts. And that's the reason why that's so exciting for me. And from, um, again, a Dominion philosophy, we have always kind of known and felt and what we've what we study is that in order to create original thoughts, humanity needs a deep relationship with plants, because plants as well as nature spirits are because um, we are animals. So that's the reason why we don't talk just about animal because we've already got that side. But when we have a very strong, deep connection with plants, we start to step into an entirely different way of thinking. So the human being needs plants in order to step closer into the original thought, in order to really start thinking for themselves, in order to step out of the conditioning that we have as human beings. So for me, what better way to start getting towards that than to expand my imagination where I can start to create things that have never been created before for myself. And so that has really been the focus of my research. And um, as a group, we're looking into subtle bodies in general and how plants help us. And we have come up with some methodologies to contact plants and to work with plants. And, um, and so what we do is throughout the week, we kind of carry out some of these exercises and we come back and we check in on our results and we look at what different people and it's been very 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 interesting i'm very excited this year about writing our thesis because i feel like we have this convergence happening that at least for me was very unexpected because it's almost it's almost too simple and so i had never really associated um the deep that that level of connection with plants with this particular experience. And so the fact that our entire group is having a very similar experience and that we're all sort of coming into, we're converging into this one, um, one form of expression or one feeling that comes out as the, 
the tool that tool is not exactly the right word, but it's it's what comes out of of this research that we're doing that um, that we all seem to have the same experience. Maybe that's the right way of saying it. We're all seem to be having this the same experience, and that experience is leading us to uh, a different way of looking at our relationship with plants, and there, therefore, conversely, looking at our own. Uh, our own bodies, our own subtle bodies, and our own experiences with self. So it's it's generating a, it's almost like it's powering an engine within us that allows us to see ourselves beyond just the physical piece. And it makes that expansion into new parts and new subtle bodies, or they're really not new, they've always been there, but to, to tap into those subtle bodies a lot easier. But before I go forward, I want to stop for a second, which is very adept, to share with you one of our eco-conscious partners. This is one of our eco-conscious business partners. And this is the eco-conscious business partner that has helped me the most on my path. So this is the one of the products that I and services that I really use the most to help me on my own growth. Have you been thinking about getting a Music of the Plants device for your home so you can listen to all of your plants, both inside and outside? then I know exactly where you should go. You should go to www.tigriacardenia.com slash music of the plants, all one word. Don't worry, I've written it out for you. And there you can see the U1 device, which is the standalone device that sits on your shelf at home. You can also see the Bamboo M device, which will allow you to change the sounds, the, the scale that you use and so many different aspects. And you'll also see the new Ginkgo device. So if you've been wanting to listen to your own plants and create your own plant music healing, go to www.tigriagardenia.com slash music of the plants. Enjoy. All right, so I wanna tell you a little bit specifics about the kind of research that I'm carrying out. So now I've told you what I'm trying to do. I'm really looking to identify uh, different aspects of your subtle body, of, of my subtle body. And one, so my first piece of research is I want to help, I want to expand or reconnect and reawaken the subtle body of imagination. And then I also would love, and one of the kind of side pieces is to identify what some of the other subtle bodies that exist out there are and what they could possibly be. And then my ultimate goal is to understand better what it means to think and to create um, to create original thought as a human being, which I feel is taking me more towards a more complete, um, a more complete conscious connection to who I am as a human being at 360 degrees. So my human animalness, my plantness, my nature spiritness, and to really unite these worlds again so that I am, I become that complete uh, physical, psychological, emotional, divine being that I am. So that's ultimately the big research. It's going to take several years of, of going through that. But right now, what I'm concentrating on more than anything is the subtle body of imagination. And the way that I 
I'm doing this. And this is something that I have to admit, I, I now take many of my clients through different pieces of these processes because working in these research groups uh, allows me to have many different forms of input with many different people. And so when my clients come to me with certain types of situations, we are able to use many of the tools that we have discovered along this process as part of their own personal evolution. So maybe they're not going as, as in depth in what I'm doing of the imagination. But for example, I have one client who, as she was working through a, a next stage of where she wanted to go in life, and one of the things we realized was she was getting overwhelmed because her own uh, creativity and imagination and, and kind of lateral thinking, which is her hallmark, um, was sort of being shut down and she was trying to be very logical and it didn't work. So we use many of the skill sets that I develop here with the help of my various plant friends, including spider plants, as well as this, uh, what we call now no-name Dracenia. And the reason that no-name Dracenia is called no-name Dracenia is because when I started with this research project this year, uh, this year from a Damanhurian year, um, I asked all of the plants that I currently work with, if who was the plant, if there was a plant that really wanted to work with me on this. I mean, of course, I still go outdoors a lot. I spend a lot of time with grass. I spend a lot of time with Gary the silver fir and out in the woods, random different plants, you know, oftentimes sit me down and share with me experiences. But I wanted a plant that was in my home that I could work with very closely. And um, this one little plant who I never expected, this Dracenia came and basically said to me, 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 I want to be the plant that you work with, because I feel like I have a lot to give you in this. And um, one of the first things that I do is ask the plant if they have a name that they want to share with me. And Dracini was like, no. And I thought, okay, maybe it's just because we haven't gotten to know each other. And so as we spent more time working through this, I eventually one day got a message from Dracenia that was very clear that says, you think you can logically work your way through this. And so the written word for me is very logical. To me, writing in particular is a way for me to um, put my thoughts in order. And so a name is something that is connected to that. It's an identification. It's a label. It has all these different pieces to it. And therefore... The answer is no, I am not giving you a name on purpose, regardless of whether or not I have a name, because I want you to experience your relationship with me in a completely different way, because if not, we're never going to get to our goals. So ultimately with uh, Dracenia, what I have been working on is really movement of my body, the use of my body as the tool and as the, uh, the aid, the the part of me that I use to process information rather than processing it from a mind or a logic perspective. So using more emotions and physicality instead of psychology and, um, and words and things of that nature. And that has been really an amazing experience because my experiment, my experimenting has been to activate different aspects of myself through movement, um, through sacred dance, through dance alone, like really just going off and dancing through um, yoga or, you know, any other kind of exercise through hiking, the really the idea of not trying to process and then capturing that through design. So I've recently bought more, um, more drawing materials. I have never been somebody who has known how to draw or has been very good at drawing, but I started to look at more drawing materials and I've gotten, you know, like a sketchbook and some coloring, um, some 
uh, colored pencils and some new crayons and other things. And I'm slowly expanding on that and using that to process information. So where in the past I might have written things or taken lots of copious notes when I was in meetings or working through problems or trying to uh, work on a new direction. Instead, now what I'm doing is uh, being aware of how my body is moving through things, or I might draw while I'm listening in on a meeting or participating in a meeting, or if I'm having my own creative session where I'm maybe designing something new for myself, I'm really expanding the way that I do that by using not, not just verbal stuff. Now, eventually, of course, I have to translate it into verbal if I'm going to share it with others. But that used to be a process that I did rather quickly. And as my imagination is starting to come online, and I really do feel that it is coming online because I'm now doing instinctively certain types of things that I had never done in the past. So there are many more avenues that are opening to me um, that are using, that are seeing the impossible. They're much more visionary. They're much more... Um, non-explainable today and rather than being confused by them or being or shutting those down i'm actually embracing them and allowing myself to think outside the box in a much more expansive way and a lot of that is thanks to dracenia so the no name dracenia really steps in oftentimes to sort of stop me from processing something with my words too much. Even just doing this podcast has been way more difficult than you might think because I'm using a lot of explanation and under and, and putting into words things that up until now I hadn't put into words. And this was one of the reasons why I had to share this before. So really this, um, this understanding, and I have like notes and notes, I keep looking down because I'm trying to figure out where, how do I really explain to you but I, I'm really um, expanding into a new form of understanding of myself. And that is helping me see the world also. So there's new connections that are being made, which makes me a much more effective coach also, because as my multi-potentialite clients start to lay out all of their various passions and all the different things that they're involved with, it's amazing now how quickly connections start to come into place. And I have a deeper understanding of when something not only can it work because I think anything can work but more of when the planet needs this to be birthed there's a connection in to the natural world that helps me really feel into the birthing of these various unusual connections and things like the writing group and the budding artistry that we're doing within the writing group inside the naturally conscious community is also helping me so much to it to it's almost acting as a uh, as practice for these new connections that are starting to be made within my physical and my subtle body. And so using things like the writing group, the budding artistry in the writing group, which is when we're doing more creative pursuits, um, expanding different aspects of myself with many of the activities that we have in there, as well as a constant connection with Dracenia to step out of my need of understanding and explaining is really helping me 
um, move into a whole new level. So I have, I've been using a lot of music of the plants also, specifically, obviously music of Dracenia, but not only sometimes I dance to the music of Dracenia, but sometimes I will use another plant and ask Dracenia to be my partner as we listen to another plant mix in their own experiences into the world we're doing. So many of my house plants are actually my kind of experimentation partners, and we work together in various different combinations in order to be able to do that. So I'm really excited about the direction that we're going to, to really understand a new level of how to think, how to communicate, and how to feel my divineness and my plantness inside to the outside. In other words, how to activate that connection through this reactivation and reconnection with my subtle bodies. Um, and yeah, so that's been the research so far. Um, I still have about another month that we're going to continue to do things. Then we'll take a break as we work through other stuff during the summer here at Dominher. And then in the fall, we'll pick up again. So uh, as soon as I have my thesis done, I could, of course, share it to you. But more than anything, I want to hear your thoughts on this type of very specific research and experimentation with a given plant or on a given topic connected to plant. So if I, you know, if you really enjoyed this or if you've been experimenting this yourself or if you have any questions or want to experience this on your own, like want to want my help in helping you implement this type of work for yourself, please leave me a comment or or even better yet, go into the Naturally Conscious community and join in on the various conversations that we're having there. Because, you know, NCC was created to be that supportive environment, that that supported ecosystem to help us explore new ways of living and being in collaboration with the plant world. So that's the place where you can go to really expand your own naturally conscious self. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm really looking forward to all of your feedback. And until then, until next time when we see each other, I am delighted to support your continuing green evolution. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Reconnect with Plant Wisdom. Intro and outro music by Steve Shuley and Poinsetta from The Singing Life of Plants. So join me, Tigrila Gardenia, and my plant collaborators next time on Reconnect with Plant Wisdom.